When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the My Nights Are Booked podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollock, and welcome to season three of the podcast. It's a little arbitrary. I get to pick when the seasons are, and after 66 episodes, I decided that uh, after taking a little break since Comic-Con, why not start the podcast up after a little break with a new season? So here we are. So thank you so much for hanging in there and, and joining me on this adventure. And uh, in the coming weeks, coming episodes, we have uh, a lot to talk about. We have a lot of uh, interview with the vampire stuff, Walking Dead stuff, passion flick stuff, writing stuff, life stuff, strike stuff. Needless to say, there's a lot of stuff. So we will be going through all of those things in the coming episodes over the next few weeks. And as always, I welcome any suggestions you have if there's any topics out there that you want me to cover on the podcast. Um, I'm happy to do it. So, you know, feel free to reach out. You know how to get me on social media. But today I figured that there's been a lot of chatter recently um, among the Interview with a Vampire fans about, you know, what's happening at New York Comic Con and what's going on with the shows and all of that. And while I do not claim to have any inside information, Um, I did want to share a few things that I do know and some observations that I have and just things to keep in mind because one thing that I always worry about is that when you're, when you're a passionate fan and, and I am a passionate fan of many, many fandoms, sometimes you can get a little impatient when there aren't any updates and it's been a long road. Trust me, I know this because I write about entertainment and the entertainment industry. And with these strikes that have been going on for months and months, it has really changed the landscape of everything, really. I mean, entertainment as a whole has just kind of come to a grinding halt. And um, so everything's everything's a little different right now. And it, it is frustrating as a fan but it's also important to understand why these things are happening and and why they continue to, um, you know, why the writers and the the the, the actors are, are continuing to strike until they get their deals, and why that's important. So, kind of wanted to talk about that, and make sure that, you know, that, that the information is out there because if you've been listening to the podcast long enough, you know that I'm all about spreading information and getting information to people and and putting it into perspective. So that's what I hope to do today because, you know, there's, there's a lot out there. And, uh, you know, to paraphrase Daniel Malloy in the first episode of Interview with a Vampire, um, you know, he talks about, you know, there's, there's just a lot of stuff out there that's wrong and someone has to, to correct it and somebody has to offer perspective. And so I figure, you know, I've, I've, I've got a little bit of expertise on the subject. So, I will do my best. And as I said earlier, if you have questions or specific questions about, uh, you know, either the shows or uh, the, you know, the, the, the 
industry right now with the strikes and all of that and how it impacts everything, let me know and I'd be happy to address those as best I can or I can at least find information. So, you know, I'm happy to, I'm happy to do that. Um, you know, I have to say, I, I'm going to start this out. So New York Comic Con is in a couple of weeks. It's, I'm recording this on September 20th and New York Comic Con is October 12th through the 15th. Now, the reason I, I really hadn't even considered going to New York Comic Con until I heard that AMC had gotten waivers for Interview with a Vampire and The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, and uh, The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live. And that's important because right now, everything, all scripted programming has basically been shut down, except for indie films and some TV shows that have gotten special permission to film from SAG-AFTRA because they're, you know, through independent networks and because AMC isn't, they're part of the AMPTP, but they're not one of the big studios that's actually in negotiations. And so they were able to come to terms with what SAG wanted for their actors. And they were able to continue. All of the scripts have been written. So it really wasn't a matter of, of negotiating with the writers at this point. It was just a matter of finishing production. So for Daryl Dixon, there may have been some, you know, some uh, post-production stuff late, late post-production stuff because the show's already airing. So really it was about publicity and, you know, maybe finishing up a few things. For The Ones Who Lived, that show's already been filmed. So really it's all post-production stuff for that show so that it could be ready for the spring. And in the case of Interview with the Vampire, they had about a month of filming left before, you know, before filming ended. And then they had to go into post-production. So AMC was able to get special permission to, to finish those products or those projects. And that's awesome. I mean, you know, honestly, it's, it's, it was so fantastic to see because AMC, in my mind, is one of the networks that really takes their responsibility seriously as the curators of these, these intellectual properties and, they have, you know, they, there's, there have been some learning pangs over the, the course of, you know, the course of the years. And um, everybody who works with AMC now, I mean, everybody really enjoys being part of the AMC family. So it wasn't surprising to me that they were able to negotiate a deal that worked for, for the SAG terms and continue filming. So I know that was a huge, huge bout of good news for fans. I think everybody was really excited to hear that, you know, they're going to finish. So then the show can start, uh, you know, can, can come in, in 2024 and everybody got a taste of what was coming at San Diego comic-con with a teaser. So this was all good news, all very good news. And as soon as I heard that, I thought, huh, I wonder if I should go to New York comic-con because, you know, obviously like maybe there's a chance they could do something. And this is where, this is, this is where I put my years of experience to work because I never, ever, ever assume that something is going to happen. Um, this isn't a case of, you know, just because this happened means that this is going to happen. And in the case of these AMC shows, I wasn't going to make an assumption that just because AMC has waivers for these three shows, it means they will be at New York Comic Con. 
And that's an important thing because I know a lot of people are looking at what happened in San Diego and they had this big, you know, these big uh, installations, this activation, they had a panel um, or they didn't have a panel, but they premiered the, the, um, the trailer. So they had a trailer uh, preview that they were able to release, uh, but they didn't have a panel because they couldn't really do anything. There's a lot to unpack there. One of the things is that the strike, the actor strike happened just a couple of weeks before Comic-Con. So they already had their plans for Comic-Con in motion when Comic-Con happened. And the only thing they really had to change was the panel itself, which they canceled. But they could still promote the teaser and have, you know, and have that out. So that was easy enough to do. Now, because the strikes haven't really been going anywhere, um, just today, the Writers Guild started meeting uh, me meeting with ex the studio execs, so they might be making some traction, some headway there, but nothing's changed. The strikes are still happening, work is not being done, and you know the the the, the actors and the writers are digging in their heels because they want to do a good deal, and and I 100% support them because they deserve it. But what that means is that nothing is really happening. And that means that, you know, unless it's been filmed already, you're really not going to see a lot of new stuff at New York Comic Con. Like, you know, all the shows that are supposed to be premiering. Right now, the network television schedule is filled with game shows, reality shows, and things that, you know, that, that just happen to be filmed already. So uh, Quantum Leap, for example, had already filmed its second season. Uh, or at least part of it, so they can film, they can, they can release that. Um, Magnum PI had already filmed the second half of their, their final season, so they can release that, but nothing new will be there because there's nothing to show scripts. I mean, where we are right now, just to kind of put it into perspective, even if they ended the strikes tomorrow, we still might not have a spring television season because nothing has been written and nothing has been produced. Nothing's been filmed. And that's kind of a really, I mean, it's a, it's a terrifying thought for all of the people involved that they won't be able to work. You know, like they can be working on it, but it means it won't be ready for the spring. And that's where AMC is really unique because they have, they have a bunch of shows that are ready to go. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, Daryl Dixon just premiered on September 10th, and that's going to wrap up actually the weekend of New York Comic-Con on October 15th. Uh, so the Sunday, October 15th is the, the finale, the season finale of Daryl Dixon. And then the following weekend is the season premiere of, or the mid-season premiere of Fear the Walking Dead. And that's its final six episodes because the show is ending. And... If you remember, the AMC deal didn't include Fear the Walking Dead, so they can't promote that. Even though AMC has a deal with SAG, it's by it's a case-by-case -case basis, which means that Fear the Walking Dead can't promote, which means these actors who are so phenomenal, and I absolutely adore this cast because they are so brilliant at what they do, and they can't they can't be there to promote it. And it's just, it's heartbreaking knowing that, that, that can't happen. But again, you know, it's understandable and, you know, so we'll, we'll, we'll do what we can. 
the reason I bring this up is that as of this moment, AMC has no plan to bring any Walking Dead content to New York Comic Con. Here's how I know this. And again, this can change. So take it for what it is. I can just give you the information that I have. One of my colleagues, Julian Cannon, he reached out to AMC and they told him that the Walking Dead will not be at New York Comic Con. I went to the premiere of Daryl Dixon and asked one of my uh, AMC PR reps if anything was happening. Should I book a ticket to New York Comic Con? And she said, very honestly, she said, I'm not telling you this because she said, I, I don't know. She said, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you one way or the other because I can't tell you because we actually don't have any plans. We don't have anything firmed up. We just got this news. And I think the news had broken on Friday and that premiere was on the Tuesday after Labor Day. So they, they don't have plans. But here's the reason I'm telling you this. One of the reasons that they can't make plans yet is that everything that they want to do has to be negotiated through SAG. So in order to have panels, in order to have this, the cast on site, in order to do all of those things, it has to be negotiated in advance because they are still promoting a struck company. It's just that there's a, a, a waiver to finish the work on these shows. So it's kind of a slippery slope. And that's why you haven't seen any interviews. You know, if you're a Walking Dead fan, in addition to being in an interview with a vampire fan, you haven't really seen a lot of promotion for Daryl Dixon. And the interesting thing about it is that Norman Reedus can promote the show because he's an executive producer, which means he doesn't like as an executive producer, he can promote the show. But as an actor, he can't promote the show unless a waiver is granted for him to do that. Basically, the waivers cover production issues. So when it comes down to it, am I buying a ticket to, to New York Comic Con? And the answer would be no, I am not buying a ticket to New York Comic Con. And I'm, I'm really, it's a bittersweet thing because I really hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong and I hope that they do do something at New York Comic Con for Interview with a Vampire. But my gut, based on everything I know, tells me that it might not happen. And so for me to book a ticket to go all the way across the country on something that might happen, it's just not worth it for me. Now, I know a lot of you are booking tickets right now and, and have booked tickets and have travel plans and you're ready to go. This is not meant to rain on your parade. Trust me. All I'm trying to do is kind of temper the expectations because I see a lot of expectations out there. But the piece that you might not be aware of is that they can't control. This is not an AMC decision. This is something, um, it's out of their hands unless they get permission to do it. And to be perfectly honest with you, and this is fan to fan, and you know who, you know me, you know who I am. You know how I am. You know that I say things, you know, because I want to help people understand the situation. This is the key right here. The focus that AMC has right now is on production. It's on finishing the filming. And that's the priority. 
So if everybody's over in Europe trying to finish the filming, getting everybody over here for New York Comic-Con probably isn't going to happen because that has that focus has to be on filming. There's a lot of pieces, you know, what a lot of people don't know about how these things work, how the the system, you know, when you're when you're working with uh production companies and filming and all of that, one of the things that's really difficult is that you you know there everything it's it's all moving pieces. You know, it's 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 literally trying to juggle plates while standing on a moving platform that's moving on something else. Like there's a lot of pieces that have to come together. You have to look at people's schedules, their availability. You have to look at uh, locations. And when you're filming on location, that means you have to get permission and permits ahead of time. So it's not just like, oh, we couldn't film back in August when we were supposed to be here when we got shut down. So we'll be back, you know, we're going to be back next Tuesday. No, they have to get permission to come back next Tuesday and it may not be available, you know? So if they have a, say they have a, a, a building rented to shoot in, but that building is being used for a wedding, let's say the wedding is going to have priority over the filming because they already have a permit for that day. That's the kind of world that this is. So that's where I sit back and I say, you know, I really want them to finish this season because I, I really want to see it. I know you do too. And I am so, so excited for this season. So if it means you can't come to New York Comic Con, eh, you know, as, as much as that sucks, I understand it. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that there's a resolution to these, these strikes so that we can do something else. Now, I don't want to leave you with, with all the doom and gloom. This is the, again, this is me just kind of putting the information out there, but there is a silver lining. And this is something that I've, I've actually been telling people. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually really excited about this. This is where I am. I am very serious and very seriously thinking about how these things work together. Um, Here's, here's the very real possibility. If, if they can't go, I mean, obviously the walking dead shows are not going to be there. Uh, they are finishing um, from what I understand, they are finishing, uh, production because they were filming Daryl Dixon season two. They were, they had gotten and So that's what they're, they're continuing to film that finishing up some stuff on Daryl Dixon season one, or, you know, they may have been, um, but they got, because they already, they already have, you know, they already renewed Daryl Dixon for season two. So they're over in Paris shooting season two. Um, Rick and Michonne's show, The Ones Who Lived, is supposed to premiere in 2024 and Interview with a Vampire, once finished, will air in 2024. So, if I were a gambling person, and let's just say Las Vegas is my very favorite place to visit <laughs> as a as a a way of of kind of putting that into perspective, here's here's my take on this. I would buy a ticket and I I'm not telling you to do anything. I I I definitely want to put that out there. But here's here's where my mind goes. 
AMC has a, a very long history working with WonderCon, which is it's owned it's owned and operated by the same people who do San Diego Comic Con. Takes place every spring, usually right around Easter, like March, April, in Anaheim, California. So it's actually right next to Disneyland. Um, they did the Dead City, the Walking Dead Dead City. They did a panel there. So Lauren Cohan and um, all, you know, the whole cast, Gaius Charles, they were all there uh, at WonderCon. They've had the Fear the Walking Dead cast has been there for several years. Um, so this is no, this is nothing new. They already have a presence at WonderCon. And the neat thing about WonderCon is that when you have a show that's starting in the spring, um, yeah, so let's say, for example, that they finish interview with a vampire, they want to have that up and ready for the summer. Let's just say WonderCon is a perfect place to promote that because it's before the show begins. Same thing for the Rick and Michonne, the one the ones who lived for that series as well. So for all of my fans out there, uh, you know, my fellow fans, I would go to WonderCon. I think that's where it's going to be because I'm I'm hoping that by next spring there is a deal in place so that the actors can be there, the writers can be there, they can talk about the shows, they'll have footage because they may have gotten back to work. I think it's going to be a much more valuable experience and and it's a lot cheaper because I have looked at hotel prices in New York and they're not cheap. But the, the prices, because it's right in the middle of, you know, Disneyland area, there's tons of hotels, tons of places to stay, great public transportation, and it's a little bit easier. They, they, it never sells out, except maybe the weekend of. So getting a ticket is not a problem. It's not the same as San Diego Comic-Con. You can just buy a ticket. You don't have to be on a waiting list or anything. A lot easier to get in. So if you are, if you're like me and you're on the fence about going to New York Comic-Con, and you're really hoping to get some vampire content, my money is on WonderCon more than New York Comic Con because it's just there's just too much going on right now. Um, you know, they may have some new footage they can premiere. I just don't know if they can get the cast there. I really don't. And because they don't know when the show, you know, up until now, um, you know, up until two weeks ago, they didn't know when the show was going to be able to, to continue filming. So my guess is that they really didn't build a lot of programming ideas for New York Comic-Con for Interview with a Vampire because they didn't have any answers at that point. And if you've looked at the programming schedule, it's, you know, they've been rolling it out at New York Comic-Con, AMC just isn't on there right now. And it's, it's because of that. So bottom line is... You know, there's a lot of interview with a vampire stuff out there, news that people are waiting for. You know, we want, you know, we want the casting news. We want, uh, you know, is the Night Island happening? Is, uh, you know, what's the status of Mayfair, which is what's the status of that Talamascus spinoff they talked about? You know, all of these things are being held up because of these strikes. And, you know, it's very likely that other than interview with a vampire season two, we're probably not going to see those other shows for a while. Now, I don't know if the last time I looked, I don't know how much they've done with the Night Island, if they'd ever filmed anything or if it's, you know, where they are with that. Um, that would be really telling. But, 
you know, they, they might have some announcements, but AMC doesn't have to be at New York Comic Con to make announcements. They can make announcements during the convention without being there. So again, for, you know, for those of you who are thinking like, should I go? Should I wait? I would wait. I could be totally wrong. I mean, they may announce something tomorrow for all I know. They may announce something next week. But if you're, you know, if you have to travel across the country and you're really on the fence about it, I would say, you know, look at, look at WonderCon, look at the dates, kind of think about whether that works for you and see if it's something that, you know, makes sense because it, it, the likelihood of having more there is a lot higher. And I can tell you the one thing I really love about WonderCon is it's a lot more intimate. It's about half, less than half the size of San Diego Comic-Con. I think they only have at most, I would say 60,000 tickets. And I know that sounds like a lot, but, but San Diego and New York are somewhere up, uh, you know, above 120,000 people. And they, they just have a lot more to do there there's you know they when they have a panel you know they can they can do signings they can they can do a lot more because they have the time they have the space they have the ability for it um it's been a while since i've seen signings if i'm being honest i haven't seen a lot of signings but um but like i said those things are possible they're not really possible at san diego comic con that it's just too big so um so yeah so I'm just, I'm just going to say, think about that and, uh, you know, take it for what you will. But those are all the things, you know, I wouldn't get my hopes up too much because I always, it always hurts me so much as <laughs> it's so funny. Like I, I feel really bad when people are disappointed by things. I know what that's like. I hate disappointment. So I don't want people to be disappointed if nothing happens at New York Comic-Con, but I want you to understand why it might not happen. And it's not because it, everything's out of everybody's hands. I mean, it's not because they don't want to do something. It's because they probably can't. And that's just because of this weird, this weird situation that we find ourselves in. The, the other piece to it is they can still do some stuff. You know, they can still release stuff. So it, it may just be that it's not in person. So, you know, those are all things to consider. The other thing to consider is that, um, you know, it would be really nice. And, and this is, this is something to think about as you are, because I, I, again, I love, love, love this interview with the vampire community. I love every, it's just, it's so much fun to be a part of this community, but everybody is so good on social media. Everybody's just, I mean, the, the information being passed around, the support, just everybody is just so amazing. And I know that the cast looks at these things that, you know, they see your messages, they see your posts. It would be a good idea to encourage the cast members when the strikes have lifted. And, and, you know, honestly, they can do it they can kind of do it now without the strikes being lifted, but it's a little bit different. But going to conventions like MegaCon or uh, Salt Lake City Comic Con or Emerald City Comic Con, you know, like these big conventions where the focus is on meeting celebrities would be a really good thing. 
because those are the conventions where you can pay to get your autograph. You're guaranteed to get an autograph. You can get a photo taken if you want a photo taken. And, uh, you know, those are all things that you can't do at San Diego Comic-Con. It's not set up that way. So if you want to meet the cast and if the cast, I mean, and, and this is something, you know, there's, there's an actual, I think of Jacob Anderson when I'm, when I say this, but there is a, a Game of Thrones convention where the cast gets together and, you know, they do meet and greets and autograph sessions and all of that. The Walking Dead fandom used to have a, a dedicated, uh, and they still do to some extent. Uh, it used to be a Walker Stalker Con, and then that went sideways very quickly. Um, and then they have there's there's different Walking Dead conventions now, and and uh, but you have you know you have the cast members there, and the, the sole purpose is to meet fans and do panels and, uh, and do autographs and photos and all of that, that would be amazing. And I would love, I would love an opportunity to have that for the fans. So, you know, kind of putting that out there into the universe is a good idea because, you know, while we want them to come to these, you know, to, you know, San Diego comic-con, New York comic-con, those are, are more, I'll call them industry conventions. That's where the studios come to bring content and people love being there to see it first, but they're really not the kind of places where you get to meet people if from the cast. It's, there's just too many people there. So that's why, you know, the smaller conventions like WonderCon, um, that, that's a fun one because you can have a little bit more flexibility, but it's those conventions. They're actually, they're for-profit conventions which means, you know, they, they charge for these autographs and these, and they compensate the the talent and they charge for autographs and uh, photos. And, and that would be the place where I would want to see all of our vampires together. And, uh, you know, I mean, they do group photographs. Like I just, over the summer, I went to, to Star Trek convention and it was like two or three weeks after the strikes. And so at first it was like, who's going to show up? But they were able to get special permission, and again, special permission to have the actors there. And the actors were able to be there. They couldn't talk the panels. They could not talk about their shows. So they were literally talking about like, oh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a veterinarian, or I wanted to do this, or this is my favorite superhero, or this is like they can't talk about the shows. So it's a very strange. It's a very strange thing right now, but. If it, but it's still really cool. Like when you have all of your, your favorite people in the same room talking about stuff, it's just, it's, it's a great experience. So if we're lucky, maybe AMC will, will create a fan convention for the Anne Rice universe. That would be amazing. Like a dedicated, like TV series based convention. That'd be amazing. So let's put that out into the universe too. So I know that was a ton of information and some of it was kind of hard to say because I don't want people to be disappointed and I don't want to ruin anything for anybody, but I do want you to go into it kind of with an awareness of what could happen and what might happen. And like I said, I actually hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I messed up by not buying a ticket to New York, but I just, for me, the WonderCon thing makes more sense the timing of it, the ability to just have the actors there without having stipulations, it makes a lot more sense. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to put links to uh, WonderCon in this, uh, in this 
this podcast episode so that you can check it out, see what you think, put it on your radar, mark down, you know, mark your calendars. And uh, if you have any questions, let me know. Happy to answer questions about WonderCon, um, you know, how that convention works, you know, what it's like, anything like that. Um, happy to help. And uh, as always, I just want to thank you for supporting the podcast, listening to the podcast. And um, if, like I said earlier, if there's anything that you want me to talk about or anything you'd like me to address, let me know and I will make it into a future podcast episode. So thank you all so much and we will chat very soon.